Okay, so this in, in this special uh, segment, we're going to have a game. Two truths and a lie. So in this game, um, this is for the listeners out there, we're going to basically, each one of us, um, give three truths. Allegedly, one of those truths is a lie. I'm going to make a start, which is mine. Um, and then, obviously, we'll put it out there on Twitter and on the regular social media outlets for people to guess. Um, and come off, come out with it, really. So, uh, cool. So, I'm going to start with my first truth. <laughs> Let me make a start on this. So, um, okay. Lads holiday in Malia. Um, obviously, Simon wasn't with me on this holiday. Uh, and I went on holiday with um, two of my other mates. Uh, my mates, Ernie. Lost his trainer in a field. His foot got stuck. He ended up pulling out his foot. His trainer got lost um, in Malia, and he only realised as we're walking to a, a bar that he's only got one shoe on his foot. Um, so we had to basically go searching with our Nokia 3310s, the lights <laughs> in the pitch black <laughs> in a field of nowhere <laughs> to try and find his shoe. Um, we then got a few other people to help out because me and uh, my other mate Jermaine, we were struggling. So um, <laughs> we had to get a few other people to help find his shoe. It was absolutely hilarious. We must have spent half an hour. Um, this is coming near to the end of the night, by the way, as well. So we probably had a fair bit to drink. Um, we eventually found his other trainer. I mean, we could have left him. We could have just said, you know, he's hide it. Don't give him his other trainer. But luckily, we found his other trainer. He was happy. We were happy. We went on our merry way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Second truth. Um, okay, so I've been playing football uh, and I got injured uh, quite badly. And I believe I broke a bone in my front, front of my foot. Um, so I carried on playing five aside and college football for a long time. Um, and it was painful for a very long time and I didn't even realise for a while that it was actually broken um, and badly bruised. So, um, yeah, I had, a, I had to wear basically two pairs of socks at times just to cover the uh, bruising. So I had to shoot with my left foot, obviously I'm both footed as well, so I could shoot either foot, so it didn't really matter. But yeah, obviously my right foot being one of my strongest, shall I say, even though I'm, I, can't, I am comfortable on the left. Yeah, it was a painful experience. So, um, yeah, I don't know how long it was in. I was, it was broken for, but it was definitely, definitely painful, shall I say. Third truth. Okay, so I was in, um, I was in a club, Majestic. Uh, this is one of the Love Door Nights. This is uni day, so uh, people, listeners out there can remember the Love Door Nights. They were pretty good nights. Um, and I ended up losing my wallet um, in the club. So obviously losing my wallet in the club, I rang the club, um, see if the, a wallet was handed in. Um, they said no, it wasn't. Um, but about five days later, I got a call from the police to say that my wallet is being handed in to the local police station. Um, can you please come and collect it? 
So I went and collected it, my wallet. It had all my bank cards in, my credit cards, my driver's license, um, even had some money in there as well. So I was pretty pleased to receive my wallet without anything taken. So thank you to the person out there, if you're listening. And, uh, yeah, that was a really positive experience of getting my wallet back. Um, yeah. I'll move on to you, Rich. Three truths. One of them must be a lie. Okay, my first story is is that um, I was coming home from work. I was by Lee's train station. I saw a woman that was upset. Asked if she was okay. She said she wasn't. Um, she asked if she could use my phone, and so I let her being a almost gentleman that I, that I am. And she used her phone. Uh, she came off the phone. She looked visibly more upset. So I said, oh, um, we'll go for a coffee. Let me, you know, let's go for a little bit of a drink. Um, so, you know, wait for a drink. Short drinking, you know, we started talking. And she, she told me that um, she was um, she was really upset because she seen that she drank alcohol. Um, she... she 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 told me was was she was Muslim, and she said, "Well, is that going to be a problem?" And I was like, "No, it's like it's nothing. What you, you choose, what God you choose to pray to, or you know, however you celebrate your faith, is nothing to do with me. You know, it's your choice." And then she she, she was um t- she started talking, and it's um she was going into stuff, and you know, really talking about some deep stuff. And then she she said that um, she was thinking of killing herself because she sinned. Um, she drank alcohol, and I said, "Well, is suicide a sin in Islam?" She was like, "Yeah." So so I said, "Well, how are you gonna repent? How are you gonna get forgiveness off of Allah if you commit suicide?" And she thought about it, and then you know we just started talking about general stuff, and then we parted ways. And then um, about a couple of weeks later, I got a text from a friend, from her friend, and then she was like, who's this? And I'm like, wait, you just text my phone. Like, you need to tell me who you are. Then she explained that, um, that you were, you're Richard, uh, my friend, um, you, let, you let my friend use your phone. I was like, oh, is that... So she called me, they were speaking on the phone and she was telling me that she was, her friend was in a really bad way and whatever you said to her, it stopped her from, um, she, she was going to jump off the can, into the canal or something. So yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's um, um, story number one. Um, story number two is that um, <coughs> I traumatised my little sister. Um well, we were, what, how old was she? She was about seven years old and she came home from school one day and she was telling me, oh, she wanted to rap, watch a horror movie. And I was like, no, you don't. You don't want to watch horror movies. Those things scar you for life. And then she was like, well, I'm going to watch it anyway. So I was like, look, yeah, you don't want to do this. Um, she said, well, her friends recommended a film called Arachnophobia. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, it's a film about spiders and spiders are like 
in a very horrific way. So um, she, she wanted to watch it. So I said, well, she's not going to be, I'm going to keep her safe as possible. And I said, at any time, will you, um, if you don't want to watch it, we don't, we could turn it off. So we put it on. And I think within the first 10 minutes, I think it's when the spider crawl, bit the guy and crawled out of the man's mouth. She was, that was it. She was out. She, she, she was crying. She was shaking up. She had a couple nightmares for the couple nights later for the next couple nights. And my mom asked, why? I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, and to this day, my little sister is scared of spiders. She will call her little brother that's upstairs to come downstairs. And we've got a three-story house to coat and kill spiders. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not my best moment as a proud brother. And the last story, I'm going to tell you how I got the nickname Bang Bang in school. Um, so, um, <laughs> okay, so when I was about 14, um, I don't know if you're at that age, I didn't have no concept of talking to girls romantically. I didn't know how to church, basically. So um, this girl... Her name was Sam. She really liked me for some weird reason. I had um, <laughs> I had um, a lot of acne. Was not the most, didn't have the most bass in my voice at the time. But um, <laughs> she liked me. So um, I think we bunked off of school. Uh, I'm sorry, mama was a good boy. <laughs> we bunked off of school. So um, it was a group of us and we went to the park and went to Mountville Park. And um, she was like, um, things got, you know, said, oh, do you want to have sex? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course, I have some of that. Um, I was 14, um, <laughs> didn't know anything, no concept of, didn't know anything, like, did not know anything at all. So she was like... I don't want to get pregnant. Have you got condoms? I was like, no. So she was like, um, do you want to go to shop and get condoms? I was like, no. Like, my mum's, this is my area. Like, if the shopkeepers um, find out I'm at school, they're going to tell my mum, that's it, isn't it? It's like, no, you're not going to, like, no, I'm not doing that. So um, in my, um, I kind of MacGyver way, um, I decided to try and improvise um, the condom um, so I got a rubber band and um, a Tesco shopping bag <laughs> I did proceedings <laughs> um, I don't know <laughs> I'm sorry I've got tears in my eyes I don't know if I should tell the rest of the story but basically I MacGyvered um, a condom using a rubber band and a Tesco's bag. And then I came and presented myself, shall I say, to the girl. And she just laughed at me, just straight up, like, what are you doing? Do you have no condom? And I was like, look, man, it protects you, you know. It's not going to hurt, whatever. She's like, where'd you get the bag from? I was like, I got it over there from the floor. So it's like... Yeah, um, yeah. So 
then obviously I said, okay, uh, you know, got made myself presentable. And I said, look, don't tell anyone about this, please. And then I think within, that was on a Friday. And then this was before the internet and social media. So then by Monday, um, the guys were telling me how horny I was and like, you couldn't be bothered to go to shop or even t- actually getting a girl to say, telling, telling Sam we could do this another time. So they called me Horndog and just gave me the nickname Bang Bang. Um, those are my three stories. Um, I'll pass it to you now, Simon. Oh, thank you, Rich. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so my, my first one is when I was, playing, I was playing rugby when I was about 14. I think it was 14. I was playing rugby union. And I'd made a break. Went over the try line to score. I just lost the ball. There was no one near me. The ball just managed to just fall out of my grasp for some reason. So, 14 years old, running back, and one of the opposition supporters, I think it was one of the dads of one of the opposition players, shouted and called me a donkey. So, um, obviously, as a 14-year-old, you know, I was, I was, I was seething, um, but trying to keep the anger inside, you know. Um, Using my masculinity. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that's my first truth. My second truth was I was a bit older. About, probably about 21. It was a, I think it was the first time I went to Thailand. And I was in, um, I was walking along the beach in Koh Phangan and I'd just been to one of the 7-Eleven shops and bought some water and um, a bow bun. <laughs> and I was walking along the beach and a dog started to chase me. So I'd not had the rabies injection on that visit, which um, wasn't the most sensible thing. So obviously I was um, cacking myself a little bit because I thought, well, I don't want to get bit bitten. I'm on this little island. So I turned around and lobbed a bow bun, thinking it was after the food. It picked that up, swallowed it whole, it must have, and then it carried on running after me. So I just turned and chucked the, bo- the, the bag of water at it because it was like a six-pack of water that I had. So I chucked the whole bag of water at the dog and then scarpered off the beach and luckily it didn't follow me off the beach so yes yeah that wasn't um that wasn't a, a good time um and my final story i was i was i was about eight i think at the time this one happened um i'd come down in the morning and just i'd had a pet gerbil i came down in the morning um and I wanted to take the gerbil out of the cage, you know, and just um, and, and like nurse it and play about with it. Um, and I put my hand into the cage and it bit me on the finger. Um, because little did I know, um, we, th- it, we were told it was a male gerbil, but it wasn't. It was a female gerbil and discovered after I was bitten that there were loads of little tiny baby gerbils in, in the cage with it. So obviously it was protecting the babies. So I had a very bloody finger at the age of nine, you know, roaring, crying my, my eyes out. My mum was running, oh, what's up, what's up? And it was because the gerbil that we thought was male actually turned out to be female and had given birth to about eight tiny, hairless baby gerbils. So they are my three truths. Or are they all truthful? <laughs> Now we've got some good ones there, guys. I think uh, <laughs> definitely leaving the viewers with uh, some food for thought, shall I say. Um, but yeah, 
just to the viewers, please let us know your thoughts. <laughs> and, um, obviously via Twitter on the handle um, at RT Show One, and also on Instagram and our Facebook post. Um, thank you all for listening. Tune in for a few weeks on episode eight, and yeah. Also, stay safe. Stay safe. And Booyakashan! <laughs> <laughs>